Well, boys and girls, I wonder, is there any, maybe some of the adults want to answer this question to you. I want you to put your hands up if you love getting new shoes. If you love getting new shoes, maybe recently you've been out and you've been getting new shoes for school and you've got a new clothes and you've got a new uniform and it's great. You've got all your new things. New shoes, maybe some of the boys, maybe some of the girls play football. Maybe you like getting a new pair of football. Because, you know, I remember when I was young, there was a footballer who was called Ronald Hill. And he had these white shoes and big blue tick up the side, and I couldn't wait to get a pair of Ronald Dino's, I used to call them. And I got my pair of Ronald Dino's, and you know what? They didn't last very long. I've been stuffed in no time, but I love going out and getting new football boots and new trainers and things like that. And so, I would like to use some pairs of shoes or some shoes this morning to tell you about a man in the Bible. And that man's name was Peter. Now, I'm not talking about myself. Let's, let's clarify that first of all. I'm not talking about, that's my name. But I want to tell you about Peter, who is found in the Bible. You know, Peter, he was one of the Lord Jesus' disciples. But you know, I've got first pair of shoes here, and I promise you, these are not mine. Okay? I don't ask when I find these out, they're not mine. Okay? I never wore them, I promise you. Ready? Here we go. Here is a pair. Here's a pair here of wee shoes, wee baby shoes, maybe slightly bigger than baby shoes, but we're going to call them baby shoes for now. And I'm sure that you know, wee baby, wee precious bundle, and you were handed into mommy and daddy's arms, and they looked at you, and you were just so precious, and you'd never be shaken, and you would never have an untidy room, and all these things, it was just going to be perfect, you were just so perfect at that stage, what happened ones of that? But you know what, there you were, your mum and dad's arms, so maybe they got a wee tiny pair of lovely shoes, and put them on to you, and, and you know what, maybe it was in a few months' time, maybe half a year later, you took your very first steps. And that's a really great time when you see some wee baby and you're growing up a wee bit and the legs are getting a wee bit stronger and you take your first steps. You know that's a precious time. No, my mums and dads are getting the camera out and they're videoing it and they want to remember this moment and they'll remember exactly where it was. Maybe it was in the living room, maybe it was in the kitchen, maybe it wasn't even at home. They've got the video and they remember when you took your very first steps. We know what I think of. Wee baby shoes can be a wee bit like this. It reminds me of the first steps that Peter took with the Lord Jesus. The first steps. You know, Peter there, he was by the Sea of Galilee, and he was a fisherman. And he was with his brother Andrew, and one day they were just fixing their nets. And they were there at the side, and they were sorting out their nets, and they were getting them all cleaned up. They were getting them ready for the next time they would use them. And the Lord Jesus came along, and he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. What a strange statement to say. Fishers of men, sure, when you're fishing, you're going out and you're trying to catch fish, aren't you? But the Lord Jesus says, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. What the Lord Jesus meant was, he was saying, you follow me, and I'm going to send you out, and you're going to tell people all about me. You're going to tell them what I did for them on the cross at Calvary, and you're going to go out, and you're going to share the gospel, the good news. That's what you hear at Sunday school all the time. You hear the good news about the Lord Jesus, don't you? 
And the Lord Jesus, he was going to meet these men in fishers of men. And you know, there's something really special about this moment in the Bible. I think it's great. And I think it's a lesson that not just the boys and girls need to learn this morning, but a lesson that I need to learn, and a lesson that the adults need to learn, it's this. When the Lord Jesus said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men, you know what the Bible tells us? It tells us immediately. They left their nets and they followed the Lord. Does it take time to think about it? Mm, is this worth it? Should we go? Immediately they followed the command of the Lord Jesus and they went and they followed him. You know, the Bible is a really precious book. And from the, from the very first page in Genesis right through to Revelation, every single word is perfect. Every single word is true. When we read it, there's lots and lots of commands that we should follow. If you're a Christian boy or girl, if you're a Christian here today, because we love the Lord, we should want to obey those commands. And you know, Peter, here he was, and he took his first steps of the Lord. Maybe you've been a Christian boy or girl for a long, long time, and you've already taken your first steps of the Lord Jesus. I'm delighted about that. I'm so glad that you put your trust in the Lord Jesus and that you're following him as your saviour. Maybe you're a boy or girl here, maybe you're an adult here today. You haven't taken your first steps of the Lord. Let me tell you again that the Lord Jesus, he went to the cross to die for you. He took the punishment for your sin and mine. You and I, we don't deserve to go to heaven. We don't deserve to be there. But the Lord Jesus, he went to the cross and he paid the price for your sin and mine. So that one day we could be in heaven with him forever. We don't deserve that. We deserve to be punished. But the Lord Jesus took the punishment for you and for me. And Peter, he took his first steps with the Lord Jesus. And let me say to you, even today, you could take your first steps. If you would accept him as your Savior, put your trust in what he did at the cross of Calvary. You know, each of us, we are sinners. Now show me your hands. Show me your hands. No, stay with you. Show me your hands. You know, sin, and you follow my hands. Sin is the wrong things that we think, the wrong things that we say, and the wrong things that we do that breaks God's law. Can you do that with me? Can you say it with me? You ready? Sin is the wrong things that we think, the wrong things that we say, and the wrong things that we do that breaks God's law. And every single one of us, I have broken God's law. Every single person in this room has broken God's law. In fact, every person in our world has broken God's law. The Bible tells us that we are all sinners. Maybe sometimes you're going to have to tell you it's time for death. And it's time to turn the TV over. It's time to tidy your toys. Or whatever you can do, and maybe you don't want to do it. And you hold your arms and say, that's not safe. I'm not for doing that. No way. You know, the Bible tells us we should honor our father and mother. We should obey them. And sometimes we break God's law in that way. Sometimes we think things that we shouldn't think. Sometimes we say things that we really shouldn't say. Maybe in the playground at school, someone's really annoyed you and you say something nasty back to them. Well, the Bible says we shouldn't do that. You know, we've all broken God's law. Every one of us. But you know, when I think about sin, 
Yes, some kind of blinds us. We can't see how wrong we are. You know I used to live in Belfast? And from my house, you were able to see the boats coming in and out of the harbour. And when you saw those big boats come in, it reminds me of a story about a little boy. Not a little boy, he wanted to get away from home. He was fed up with everything and he ran off down to the harbour and he, he, he snuck onto the boat and he, he got right down to the bottom where it was dark and he couldn't see anything. But you know what, boys and girls? He was there for a few days. Sometimes he'd sneak up the top of the ship and get a bit of food and come back down to where he was in the darkness. But then a few days later, the captain of the ship, he came and he opened the big trap door and the light shone into where the wee boy had been. But oh, it wasn't very nice. In fact, there were creepy crawlies and different things that he just didn't want to stay with. And he got out, as soon as he saw where he was staying, he got out into the light as fast as he could. You know, our sin, the wrong things that we do, they're filthy. Really disgusting things before God. But you know, when the Lord Jesus comes into our life, he said he was the light of the world. When the Lord Jesus comes in, we see how rotten and disgusting our sin is. And it makes us want to live for him. I trust that you'll take your first steps with the Lord Jesus today. I trust that you'll put your trust in him. But you know, we'll take our first steps. And when I think of Peter, he took many steps from his first steps. In fact, as he was walking with the Lord Jesus, he would have seen some of the miracles that the Lord Jesus did. Can anyone tell me any miracles that the Lord Jesus did? He turned water and wine before he said the five thousand, that's right. He did many, many miracles. And you know, Peter was there for each of them. He saw how amazing the Lord was. Not only did he see the miracles that the Lord Jesus did, but he listened to his teaching. There was God himself with Peter. And Peter was listening to the teaching of God. How amazing is that? He spent lots and lots of time with the Lord. And that was a wonderful thing. But you know, there was one night, at the time of Passover, in an upper room in Jerusalem, the, the Lord Jesus and his disciples had gathered together and they met for Passover. And the Lord, he turned to the Lord Je Peter, he turned to the Lord Jesus and he told the Lord Jesus he would never, ever deny. He would never deny. He would never say, I don't know you. He would always say, he would always say that he belonged to the Lord Jesus and the captain. But the Lord Jesus told him that before the cockroach crowed the next morning, that Peter would have denied him three times. You know, that reminds me not just of first time, but what if you boys and girls, this year she has got paint all over it and, you know, it's starting to fall apart and it's not great. But it reminds me that Peter, she actually once walked out of step with the Lord Jesus. Not only did he keep his first step, but in his journey, he walked out of step with the Lord saying, oh, no, 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 that's okay. It doesn't smell good, I can tell you that much. But you know, he walked out of step with the Lord. And you know, that night, they went to the Garden of Gethsemane. And the Lord said for his disciples to pray. But you know what they didn't say? Fastly. And then Judas came in and he betrayed the Lord Jesus. He led the soldiers to him. There was a man called Malchus, one of the soldiers, he took his sword out and he cut off, or Peter took his sword out and he cut off Malchus's ear. The Lord healed his ear. And they took the, they took the Lord Jesus away and the Bible tells us that Peter 
and to do what put that on to get it all shiny up and make sure that I'm looking really, really well and you know when we're going and you enjoy it, it's a special occasion and do you know what? What I think about putting on a good shoe and a special shoe, it reminds me that not only did Peter take his first steps with the Lord Jesus, not only did he once walk out of step with the Lord Jesus, but he got back in step with the Lord Jesus. You see, he had denied the Lord Jesus. He wept bitterly. But there was one time when Peter he was out with him. And that night they caught nothing. It had been a terrible night out in the water. And there was a man came to the shore and he shouted out and he says, Cast your net on the other side. That man was the Lord Jesus. And they took their nets and Maybe they thought, well, it's too good now, the fish aren't going to come now. But they listened to the Lord Jesus. They cast their net on the other side, and you know what the Bible tells us? There were so many fish that they couldn't even get the net back up again. In fact, the net, it was broken. That amazing. They listened to the Lord Jesus, and they caught so many fish. And Peter, when he knew it was the Lord Jesus, the Bible tells us he was so excited that they didn't even wait for the boat to get back into the shore. Do you know what he did? He jumped over the side of the boat and he waited in the water out to the Lord Jesus. He was so pleased to see him. And he set up the fire. And the Lord Jesus said, bring some of the fish and we're going to have breakfast together. You know what do you think about that fire? Sometimes you can have a wee familiar smell, can't you, that reminds you of things. Sometimes when you walk into a home or somewhere like that, it reminds you of your grandma's house. Or maybe that smell of baking and things like that. And smells can remind you of different places. You know, that day there was a wee fire set up. I'm sure he would have, Peter would have smelled the smoke from the fire. And he can remind it. That time that he stood by the fire and he denied knowing the Lord Jesus. But here they were by the fire and the Lord Jesus turned to Peter and he said once, he says, Peter, do you love me? And he says, yes, you know that I love you, Lord. I do love you. And the Lord says, take my lambs. A second time. Second time. The Lord Jesus turned around to Peter and said, Peter, do you love me? And Peter was starting to think, why is the Lord doing this after all of them? But he said again, I do love you, Lord. And the Lord asked the third time, Peter, do you love me? Maybe Peter was a wee bit hurt by this. He says, Lord, you know all things. And you know that I love you. You know, he denied the Lord three times. But here by the fire again, he told the Lord Jesus that he loved him. Boys and girls, if you, mums and dads, everyone here, maybe. This is a Sunday where you realize that you maybe haven't been in step with God. You haven't been walking with as you should. But I am reminded this morning when I look at the story of Peter, yes, he once walked out of step. But there was the Lord Jesus. He says, Do you love me? And he pledged his love to him once more. And he got back in step with the Lord Jesus. Maybe you're here and you haven't taken your first steps, well, let me encourage you to do that. But let me tell you one more thing. I told you about the horror. 
that I used to see from my house when I lived in Belfast. And sometimes in that harbour there would be big cruise ships would come in. You know, when the people go on and they eat lots of food and they come off bigger than they were when they went home. But you know what? When I look at those ships coming in, it reminds me too of the warships that sometimes would come in out of different harbours around the world. When you put your trust in the Lord Jesus, you're entering a battlefield. You know, some people think, I put my trust in the Lord Jesus, and I step on the cruise ship, and I cruise all the way to heaven. That's not the way it works. The Bible tells us that we're in war. That we have to go to war against our sin every single day. But if you're a Christian, God the Holy Spirit dwells in you. He is there to teach us what's right and what's wrong. He is there when we open God's Word. Did you know this? If I read any other book, you know, I used to love when I was a wee boy, maybe some of you have read the Irish writer books, and I was all about his father. And he would have, and it was great stories to read. But you know, the man who wrote those books, Anthony Horowitz, he wasn't there with me when I was reading it. But you know, when I open this book, the author of it, there with me to help me understand it every time I open it. Isn't that special? God is with me every time I open his word. And he helps me understand it. And you know, I trust that you won't just be someone that cruises to heaven. Doesn't do much for the Lord with your life. But I hope that you'll enter the battle. You'll fight for the Lord with all your might. Even when you're young, each of us here today, adults included, that we'll fight for the Lord with all our men. Life can be so difficult sometimes, but the Lord's with us in every part of the journey and every part of the battle.